Did you miss the last Lakers broadcast? Want to re-listen to that hodgepodge or Coffee with the Coaches interview? You can listen back to your favorite local programming online at kdlmradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes, go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty, Katie. Eleven. The station you can count on. This is the Katie Sports Wrap. Happy Taco John's Taco Tuesday, everybody. Ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. We're going to rewind the last twenty-four hours in sports and talk about what happened after the show yesterday. On another Gopher player entering the transfer portal, leaving PJ Flex program, had a, a, a pretty significant Minnesota Viking defensive piece moving to the injured reserve list. Yesterday, left Sunday's game against Carolina with a hamstring injury. Now he's going to miss some time. The Vikings do say it's not season ending, but it's going to put a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on that, uh, on the defensive backfield. We'll talk about uh, some Timberwolves news. The Wild have their home opener tonight against the Jets. Talk some playoff baseball, Astros and Red Sox last night. Dodgers and Braves return to the field in Los Angeles tonight. The NBA season tips off tonight. Wolves have their opener tomorrow. And we'll talk a second half of the wrap, some fantasy football with Kevin Payne of Rotowire and Rotowire.com for the second consecutive week. I said it yesterday, and Josh Allen wasn't listening to the radio program. I needed him to score fewer than 26 points, and he scored 27, (laughs) and I lost again by a point. Back-to-back weeks. You love to see it. Kevin Payne. Rotowire and Rotowire.com, second half of the wrap. But first, let's rewind the last 24 hours in sports, beginning with that Vikings news and the injury report getting a, a little thicker than it was yesterday. Rewind time. Rewind. 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 The Vikings announcing yesterday that quarterback Patrick Peterson has been placed on the injured reserve after injuring his hamstring in the Carolina game. Initially believed it was cramping. Uh, but did place Peterson on IR yesterday. He will miss the Dallas game coming out of the bye. He's going to miss the Baltimore Ravens game. He's going to miss the L.A. Chargers game and could miss the Green Bay Packers game as well. Those are four teams that the Vikings could desperately use a little Patrick Peterson back there. Head coach Mike Zimmer confirmed that uh, Peterson suffered the injury while covering D.J. Moore on a deep pass down the sideline late in the third quarter of that overtime win in Carolina. Going to be tough for Minnesota, especially their next game. Sunday night, primetime football against Dak Prescott's and that high-powered receiving combo. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper on Sunday night football. So now the Vikings going to have to rely on their new top two cornerbacks on this team, Bashad Breeland, who arguably was very good against Carolina. Didn't allow a catch and had an interception, but 
Breland is now your number one. And Cam Dantzler moves all the way up the depth chart from the doghouse to number two. Those are your top two corners against CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Then the Vikings roll into Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson and that prolific Ravens offense. Then they're on the road again at the L.A. Chargers. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams. Then you get Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Four games without Patrick Peterson. We knew this was going to be a tough stretch for the Vikings. With or without Peterson, these were going to be a tough four games for the Vikings. But they just got that much more difficult. Another week, another go for football player entering the transfer portal. This time it's Cam Wiley, red shot sophomore running back, announced yesterday he's entering his name into the portal, giving him a chance to look for a new home with three years of NCAA eligibility remaining. Has had a carry for the Gophers since the second game of the season, uh, clearly ranking fourth on the depth chart between Bryce Williams, Kai Thomas, and Marquise Irving, who share the load now that both Muhammad Ibrahim and Trey Potts have both suffered season-ending injuries. P.J. Fleck commented, he says, Cam Wiley, an awesome young man, and we're sad to see him go. There are some reasons why he wanted to go. He wants to get closer to home and his family. I wish him nothing but the best and support him 100%. Last week, he was starting offensive guard Carlos Dunlap Jr., who left the program entering the transfer portal. Wiley said this on Instagram, thank you for always pushing me beyond my limits and putting me in situations I've never been in to help me be successful through my life. This was one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, and saying goodbye to my brothers wasn't easy. Gophers are at home again this week, taking on Maryland at 2.30, pregame at 12.30 on KDLM on Saturday. Nick Perbix. Wally Shaver on the call from last Saturday. Gophers versus St. Cloud State. Gophers win in overtime 4-3 to three over the Huskies, but not without what you just heard there and a lot of controversy. Talked to Mike Grimm about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, here's a situation. is uh, Nick Perbix had the puck just seconds into overtime. I mean, a, a blatant hook by Blake McLaughlin. Referee swallowed his whistle. No call. McLaughlin gets the puck. Pass to Sammy Walker. Walker buries the game winner 36 seconds into overtime. And listening to the crowd reaction there, uh, not a whole lot of happy fans at the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center in St. Cloud uh, throwing trash and and, and food and, and things on the ice after the game. And on Sunday, uh, the NCHC issuing a statement uh, saying that it should have been a minor penalty that led to the Gophers' winning goal. Uh, but the NCAA rules state that judgment calls of minor penalties cannot be reviewed through video replay. It did say, however, that disciplinary action uh, for any officials will be handled internally. Also commenting on the fan response as well, saying that the fans' behavior after the game was unacceptable under any circumstances and inconsistent with the mission, vision, and shared values of the NCHC, endangering students and athletes, coaches, staff, officials, and other fans by projecting objects onto the field of play will not be tolerated, it's said. A review of policies will be conducted in the wake of the incident. The NCHC says it's not typical protocol to to comment on judgment calls made by officials, uh, but did so in this instance because, quote, due to the significant impact on the game's outcome, along with the dangerous aftermath of the game. So there you go, the NCHC uh, telling us what we already know 
should have been a hooking penalty on Blake McLaughlin. End of the day, though, Gopher Hockey is 3-1 and one back on the ice this weekend, taking on Minnesota Duluth, a home-and-home series. They're home against uh, the Bulldogs on Friday at Duluth on Saturday, then Notre Dame next weekend. No more St. Cloud State on the schedule for the Gophers, unless, of course, what would be the most highly anticipated postseason matchup in a very long time. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Gophers, Huskies in the playoffs? You betcha. Bonus number three, we got some more news and notes to get to. The Timberwolves have locked down a pair of second-year players, announcing yesterday they've picked up the third-year options on the rookie contracts of both Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels. The move guarantees the contracts of both players. Edwards started 55 of 72 games last year, averaging 19.3 points a game, finished second in Rookie of the Year voting last year. McDaniels, 63 games, uh, finishing the season just under seven points per game. The Wolves open the season tomorrow at home against the Houston Rockets. Minnesota Wild going to try and stay undefeated this season. They're 2-0. They open up the uh, the Excel Energy Center tonight against the winless Winnipeg Jets. Puck drops at 7 o'clock tonight. Pre-game begins at 6.45. Some big games in baseball coming up. Like last night, the Red Sox and the Astros. Red Sox take a 2-1 series lead. They, they top the Astros 12-3. And the Astros serving up more grand slams than a Denny's on a Sunday morning. In the 12-3 win yesterday, Kyle Schwarber, Christian Arroyo, J.D. Martinez, Rafael Devers all hitting home runs in the route yesterday. Red Sox take a 2-1 series lead tonight. Pivotal Game 3, Dodgers and Braves. Braves back-to-back walk-off hits, including one by uh, by one Eddie Rosario. I did do some research real quick before we move on about how many former Twins are still in the playoffs. We were having a, a little conversation in our in our our fantasy uh, text chat last night. So uh, Martin Perez, Danny Santana, Hansel Robles, all with the Boston Red Sox. Jake Odorizzi, Ryan Presley, Jason Castro, they play for the Astros. Uh, Bruce Gratterall, he plays in Los Angeles, was traded for Kenta Maeda beginning of last year. Then you got Eddie Rosario and Ari Adrianza in Atlanta. So maybe that's how how people try and, and figure out who they're cheering for in this World Series. Rosario in Atlanta? Maybe Jake Odorizzi in Houston? I mean, Martin Perez, he was a, a pitcher here for a while. I said it before, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Atlanta, my pick to win the World Series, mainly because I'm sick of Boston, I'm sick of L.A., I'm sick of Houston. Is that a good way to pick a champion? Oh, and, and you know, I'm a huge Eddie Rosario guy. Eddie Adrianza, I liked him when he was here, too. Hope those guys win a ring. Game three tonight in Los Angeles. And looking at Braves social media channels, the fans all wondering when, we mentioned this yesterday, when's the other shoe going to drop? I like Braves fans because they think like, I don't know, like me. You know, we got this 2 nothing lead on the reigning World Series champs, back-to-back walk-offs, huge advantage and momentum. And they're like, all right, how are we going to blow it this time? Because as bad as Minnesota sports has been, I mean, there's a book on it, I think, called Land of 10,000 Aches. You can buy it now on Amazon. I hear the author of that book is a pretty cool guy. Anyway, for, for as bad as Minnesota sports has been, Atlanta sports has been pretty much on par for the course as Minnesota. Not as many heartbreakers, unless, of course, you count uh, all the World Series lost in the 90s. And I don't know, there was a Super Bowl or something like that with Tom Brady down like a zillion points and found a way to win. 
And of course, uh, you remember how they beat the Vikings in 1998 and got just railroaded in the Super Bowl by Denver. Yeah, Atlanta, Cleveland, a close second in sports misery behind Minnesota. Second half of the wrap. Here's what we got coming up. Kevin Payne, Rotowire and Rotowire.com, here to answer your fantasy football questions. Text them in, 847-2001. That's the KDLM Text Club powered by Carvidence and Carvidence.com. Fantasy football talk with Kevin Payne next on the KDLM Sports Wrap. I'm Omar Reese with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Fantastic finish in Tennessee, trailing by three in the final seconds. Bills driving down to the Titans' three-yard line. Bills can send the game to overtime with a field goal, but instead they went for the win. And Josh Allen came up just short on the QB sneak as the Titans beat the Bills 34-31. Not to be outdone. Derrick Henry, who finished with 143 yards and three touchdowns, his fifth straight 100-yard game. Elsewhere, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport says Dak Prescott is looking good after an MRI on his calf. The Cowboys quarterback said he came down funny on the final play of the Cowboys' OT win versus the Pats. The plan is for Dak to rest and rehab during the team's bye week. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer Career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. I'm pretty sure our new house might be haunted. What makes you say that? The furniture is levitating. Oh, and the ghost. Welcome home. Yeah, that's that's spooky. You know what's really scary? Missing out on GEICO for help with homeowners and renters insurance. GEICO makes it easy to save a bunch. Great. Uh, you're not sticking around, right? The party's just getting started. <laughs> Happy geico Call today and see how easy homeowners and renters insurance can be. Welcome to the KDLM Daily Devotional made possible today by a gift from Richard in Earhart, Minnesota. Many thanks, Richard, for helping us to promote righteousness in our region. I'm Barry Schroeder, and our study today gives us yet another instance of God's use of the word all in the Bible. You may ask, what's the big deal about one word? Well, Jesus put it this way in Matthew 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every. All. Seems kind of all-inclusive, wouldn't you say? Proverbs 14, 23 uses it this way. In all labor there is profit. God is big on labor. Exodus 20, verse 9, describing the fourth commandment, says, Six days shalt thou labor. God's big on profit. Psalm 1, verse 3 says, Of the man that delights in God's word and meditates on it day and night, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives thee power to get wealth. It's called work. And in case you haven't noticed, the world system under which we operate is not always on the same page. Laziness, 
which the Bible calls slothfulness, is encouraged. We pay people not to work, and many squander that free money on gambling and booze, which leads to drunkenness and poverty and complete loss of any sense of being a provider or a positive contributor to society. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 10 expresses God's welfare plan this way. We command you that if any man would not work, neither should he eat. Couldn't get much plainer than that now. Here's how it goes. The holidays approach. That brings up thoughts of parties, food, food, and more food. You think you're fat already, so the guilt sets in even before the fun begins. If that sounds like you, I want you to know I get it. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. This time of year, people begin their search for their next diet. They plan to start at New Year's, but they have to figure out what diet they're going to do. Many decide on that diet now so they can feel less guilty as they eat their way through the holidays. Like I said, I get it. I did it too. So if you're shopping for a diet as you shop for gifts, please put Plan Z on your list. Check out PlanZDiet.com. Watch the infomercial that describes the diet in detail. We'll show you why we are different. You'll see why Plan Z is your next diet. We offer free payment plans, too. Make a deposit now. We'll ship your diet so you can start as soon as you're ready and pay for the balance after the holidays are over and the presents are paid for. Call us to set up your customized plan. Hurry, and you can get a discount, too. PlanZDiet.com. 1340 AM, 93.1 FM, KDLM. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota football next. Wiley Wallaby Licorice has elite flavor, elite softness, elite deliciousness. We won't settle for anything less than elite, and neither should you. And that's why we're giving you a chance to win the Elite Gopher Fan Sweepstakes, presented by Cub and Holiday Station Stores. If you're the elite grand prize winner, you'll receive four elite tickets to the Gophers Illinois game, parking, an elite game day experience, a year's supply of Wiley Wallaby, and more. Enter at WileyWallaby.com. Wiley Wallaby Licorice, the official licorice of the Golden Gophers. It's what the elite eat. Coming off of Saturday's 30-23 victory over Nebraska, head coach P.J. Flex says he likes how the defense is playing. You know, our guys are playing really complimentary with each other, okay, for each other. It's not just offense, defense, and special teams with complimentary. I think that's, I've said that in the past, offense, defense, special teams playing together, complimentary football. But, you know, our defensive line's playing for each other. And they know that I might not get all the sacks, I might not necessarily get all the tackles, but if I do this, right, I do X, this Y right here, these linebackers are going to be freed up to be able to make the play. They're playing very selfless football, and they're having a lot of fun playing together. You know, that's what the culture's all about. Prepare, perform, have fun, you know, get around each other, uh, be selfless, you know, row the boat, you know, uh, put your oar in the water and respond. And they've been doing that. And I think you can see that by how they play and watch them and see how much fun they're having. But it's not much fun if you're not prepared, you're not confident, you're not in the right positions. And, and a lot of guys have been in those positions before. They had to fail to get there. They had to succeed to get there. They needed that leather skin, that, that confidence to get to the point uh, where they are right now. Does that mean we've arrived? No way. We got a long way to go. I mean, we have such a long way to go. The Gophers will host Maryland this Saturday at 2.30. Tickets are still remaining starting at $35 apiece at gophersports.com. We hope to see you at Huntington Bank Stadium. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. How'd you do that, my son asked as I fought the bass to the boat. He wanted to know from me, and so I told him the secret to all knowledge. Just YouTube it. 
Just kidding. The truth is God provided me there to teach my children life, and there is no greater privilege, just as it's a privilege to be part of a church committed to families like mine. My name is Pastor Guy Roberts, and I serve Zion Lutheran Church in Detroit Lakes. If you are looking for a church home, please consider Zion DL as a home for your family. Cal Soderquist with another Wolves Minute. Well, the Timberwolves drawing closer and closer to the start of their regular season, which once again comes on Wednesday night at the Target Center as Minnesota hosts the Houston Rockets. Wolves coming off that 3-1 and preseason. A lot of things to like on both sides of the basketball in those four preseason contests. And point guard D'Angelo Russell said he and his teammates feeling good overall about the spot the team is in as they enter the regular season. I like where we're at. I like our energy every day. You know, I think we come with, you know, energy and effort, you know, first thing. I think you can get a lot of wins out of approaching the game with energy and effort every night, no matter who you're playing against. Um, so I think that's a good start for us. As a team, I think we, we got a lot of work to do, but I, I like where we're at. Yeah, the work begins for real on Wednesday. Wolves going to be quite comfortable in their home building at the Target Center. They open with three straight at home, and they will play seven of their first eight in that building. Cal Soderquist on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Imagine the looks on your extended family's faces this Thanksgiving when you walk in relaxed, fit, and happy. Now's the time to get your annual membership at the DLCCC. You'll have access to cardio equipment, weight machines, a walking and jogging track, racquetball and pickleball courts, the pool, backyard, and more. Buy your annual membership at the DLCCC before November 1st, and they'll waive the processing fee. That's a savings of over $50. Plus, enter to win a $500 gift certificate. Find out more at dlccc.org. Detroit Lakes weather. Here's your KDLM weatherology forecast. For today, we'll see a blend of clouds and sunshine with high temperatures in the upper 50s to near 60. Winds becoming breezy out of the north. Then for tonight, mostly cloudy will drop to a low of 42. On Wednesday, cloudy skies with a chance for rain. Temperatures fairly steady in the mid-40s. And sunshine making a return for Thursday with a high of 45 degrees. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Joined this morning on the phone by marathon legend Dick Beardsley. They were putting on this first ever London Marathon and... They were looking for an American runner to come over, so I jumped at the chance. I was fortunate to win the race, but not by myself. Um, a guy named Ingus Simonson, him and I were duking it out from the halfway point of the race on. We're both sprinting towards the finish line, and at the last moment, Inga just kind of reached over, grabbed my hand, and we went across the finish line together. Weekdays at 930 and on demand at KDLMRadio.com. Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the KDLM Sports Wrap on a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. Another big weekend in fantasy football. A lot of happy people, a lot of sad people. Especially if you're a Bills fan, like my guy Kevin Payne is this morning. Kevin, uh, how you doing after last night's uh, showing by your by your Buffalo Bills? You know, a slice of humble pie is not uh, a bad thing every once in a while. We just don't want it to happen <laughs> too often. We will lick our wounds. We will go into the bye week, and we will regroup and be ready to play the second half of our schedule. Luckily, it looks like it's a pretty easy schedule for the Bills, especially playing in the AFC East. Yeah, you were mentioning off air that you still get the the, the Jets twice on, on the season yet? 
Yes, and if you look at the Bills' schedule, I think from here on out, they're going to be favored uh, by double-digit points in a lot of these games. I, I want to count, and I think if I'm being conservative, it's going to be like five games that the Bills are going to be favored by double-digit points, just given the fact of who they still have left on their schedule. You've got the Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets. Colts will be a little bit of a test. At the Saints will be a little bit of a test. Mm-hmm. But then you've got the Patriots twice, too. They're not anything great. The Falcons. Uh, at the Buccaneers, that'll be interesting because Brady's always killed us yep. in the past. But, yeah, the Jets twice is going to be very nice to see on your schedule. Yeah, we were looking at the the Vikings schedule this morning a little bit here, too, and it, the news broke uh, yesterday. Patrick Peterson getting placed on the IR with a hamstring injury suffered late in the Carolina game. Um, Vikings do have a bye week this week, which we'll talk about in a second. But then you've got the red-hot Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl contending Dallas Cowboys, which we haven't been able to say since the mid-'90s. Then you've got the Baltimore Ravens and their offense. They get Rashad Bateman here back. We'll talk about Rashad here in a second. Then you've got the L.A. Chargers and the Green Bay Packers, four really good offensive teams that you may want more than just Bashad Breland and Cam Dantzler out there for. But that's that's why we play the games, right? I mean, I mean, Vikings fans, Bills fans, we have a lot in common. Only only two fan bases to lose four Super Bowls. We have that going for us, right? <laughs> There's that, yeah. Now, Peterson <laughs> was an interesting injury just because they were saying that it was cramps. But then they put him on IRR, IR, so he's going to be out for three games at least. At least. So that's that's a tough blow for you guys, for sure. <laughs> Roll with the punches. That's what being a Vikings fan is is all about. We mentioned the Vikings on bye week. Five other teams on bye. Who we have uh, looking for replacements for this week? Uh, so if you're looking at a quarterback, Tua Tagliavoa, uh, and I'm always going to butcher his last name as long as I'm going to be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a guy that I would take a look at. He threw for over 300 yards. Uh, he can do some stuff on the ground as well. He rushed for 22 yards. This week he's got a great matchup against the Falcons, who are not a very good defensive football team. They've allowed 20 or more real points in four of their five games. So even though they're coming off the bye, I'm not worried about that. This is a defense that you can go ahead and take advantage of. He's throwing to Jalen Waddell. He's throwing to his tight end, Gusecki. Uh There's a lot going well for Tua. He's now healthy. The rib injury seems to be past, he seems to be past the rib injury. So he's a guy that I would take a look at at quarterback. Looking at uh, running backs, Cleveland Browns have a short week. They play Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And all we do know, the one certainty is Kareem Hunt is slated to miss four to six weeks. At least that's what Kevin Stefanski said yesterday. So four to six weeks, no Kareem Hunt. I'm not sure if they had some sort of schedule set up that Hunt was going to play Sunday, and then they were going to go ahead and let Chubb play Thursday and kind of rest Chubb. Sunday to play Thursday. So Chubb hasn't been ruled out, but if he is, Ernest Johnson, Demetri Felton are both guys that you'll want to take a look at. Johnson, he's going to be the guy that I would be uh, would have as the main target because he's going to work the early down and goal line work. We're run between the tackles. He's a little bit bigger than Felton, and Felton will be change of pace kind of uh, guy that goes ahead and uh, comes in on passing downs. Uh, J.D. McKissick, Jarrett Patterson for the Washington football team. I would take a look at those guys as well. It looks like Antonio Gibson might miss this week because he's dealing with a calf injury, and then uh, he left the game. Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris seems to be kind of hurt, but plays, and when he plays, he's effective. He had 100 yards, but he limped off the field late in the game. Stevenson came on, had a few touches, and I, so he's a guy that I would take a look at kind of the secondary running back guy in case the Cleveland situation doesn't work out with those two guys on waivers. And then finally, looking at wide receiver, Sterling Shepard's out there in about half of the fantasy leagues. And right now, the Giants are down to nobody. Darius Toney has started off strong, three catches for 36 yards on the first drive. 
Dunn left the game. It looks like he's going to miss some time. So Sterling Shepard is the clear-cut top option for the New York Giants. He had 14 targets on Sunday. He's done great when he's been healthy and he's been out there. He's got to take a look at deeper leagues, Dante Pettis for the Giants as well. And then the other one I would take a look at as far as wide receivers, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland Browns. And looking at his scoreline, just realize he's not going to catch a 57-yard Hail Mary right before half every game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, got, he's been getting targeted a lot just as much as Odell Beckham. So he might be a guy that you would take a look at, especially if you've got receivers on one of those six teams that are going to be on five this week. One of the frustrating things for for fantasy owners is is this Baltimore Ravens backfield. I mean, you got Latavius Murray who suffered suffered that ankle injury, uh, but then you've got guys like Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, uh, clogging up the Ravens depth chart. You got Lamar Jackson who's fantastic, and another target that's coming back for Lamar, uh, one that Minnesota Gophers fans are very excited about, uh, Rashad Bateman. What are your thoughts on Bateman? Yeah, love Bateman. I wrote about him last week because I said basically he's going to be free this week. Next week, coming to where we're talking about right now. It's going to be a little bit of a – he's going to be a lot more expensive just given the fact that he's back there. He's into the lineup, um, you know, and I love him. I think that he's going to make a great impact. He's going to see softer coverage, playing with Hollywood Brown, playing with Mark Andrews, who's been a beast the last two weeks. So I think that Bateman is – he's primed to have a huge game uh, in the upcoming weeks at one of these uh, one of these games for them. And then, as you said, the bat, the – Backfield for the Ravens is interesting. It's like this backfield would be dominant and ridiculous if it was like five years ago. Right. But it's not five years ago. <laughs> but they're all getting – and I don't know that Tyson Williams isn't the best guy that they have there. But for time being, it's going to be Devonta Freeman. It's going to be Latavius Murray, who left the game. He was a little bit banged up. And Le'Veon Bell. You've got those three guys. Again, five years ago, this is an unbelievable backfield. Right now, it's going to be tough, I think, to week in and week out to figure out which one of these three guys is the guy that you want to own. It's probably going to end up being a headache, and they're probably not. I, I was shocked that they beat the Chargers as easily as they did. And maybe it was that the Chargers had to go all the way across the country. But, um, again, uh, it's really tough to figure out which one of these guys you're going to want to have into your lineup week in and week out. Streaming defense options this week. Uh, the Denver Broncos let me down this week, negative two points. Who are some, some good streaming defensive options this week? Uh, the big one for me is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I still have no faith in Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. We saw a couple games ago, not just last Sunday, but the Sunday before, Mills did have a good game, and Brandon Cooks is there. He's probably their best offensive weapon. He had a nice game on Sunday. But if I'm going to go out and take a look at a team, and we've got some big spreads this week, but I think the, like, the Rams are basically universally owned. They're uh, not really available. They're not really out there. But the Cardinals are definitely out there in some leagues. They're 58% owned on Yahoo. So I would guess that it's a coin flip whether or not they're out there. But going against at home against Davis Mills and the Texans as 17-point favorites, the one thing I like in a spread like that is there's a really good chance that you're going to get a pick six or you're going to get a strip sack for a fumble and return that. So Arizona Cardinals would be who I would go and check and see if they're out there on your waiver wire.